The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Now, take a listen to this. Hello, Hagen. Hey, how's it going? All right, I was just doing the guns outside. I'm a bit distracted, sorry. And I've either been an idiot and left all my stuff somewhere or was nicked off the train. I've no idea. Can't work it out. My head's gone. But I've no wallet and no money in the account I have a card for. Can you stick a couple hundred quid in until I get home? Now, that was part of a conversation between a mum and her son. And we're going to go back to that conversation shortly. But let's just say you were listening to a concocted scam, the likes of which have become more commonplace in the real world. Criminals are now using AI-generated voice voices or deep fakes to scam people out of their money. And it's something that presenter Paul Connolly has been looking into for the BBC's File on Four. And he joins me now. Paul, um, we, we'll, uh, we'll get back to the conversation with you and your mum in a little while. Yeah. But this question of using AI for, for scams, let's start in Scottsdale, Arizona. Can you tell us what happened there? Yeah, sure. So one of the interviews in the documentary I made for BBC's Strand, the investigative Strand File on Four, was called Jennifer DiStefano. Now, she was targeted by scammers, Richard, who pulled or scraped, as the term is, samples of her daughter's voice <coughs> off the internet. So really briefly, here's how it worked. So Jennifer has done about her business, I think it was a Wednesday afternoon, she's heading to a dance class. When she gets a call from a private number, she answers and she hears her 16-year-old daughter crying, she's pleading, she's begging for her life. So obviously, you know, she's panicking at this stage. Her daughter then tells her mum she's been kidnapped. A man then grabs the phone, or at least that's how it appears at the time, and says they'll do horrific, horrendous, unrepeatable things uh, to her daughter unless she pays them a million dollars. I mean, I'm a parent. Lots of your listeners will, will be parents. It is, you know, our worst darkest nightmare. Jennifer eventually, though, thankfully realises that her daughter's actually at home, in bed, listening to music and that it was all a scam. Her daughter's voice basically had been cloned using AI software, but according to Jennifer, it was perfect, flawless. And how, Paul, do they do that so perfectly? And also, in order for the scam to work and for the person to think you know, it really is their daughter or their son or whatever yeah. down the line. Um, how do how do the scammers conduct a conversation? Because you know they, they can't predict what the, what the, the victim is going to say. Yeah, no, it's it's very clever. So just dealing with the first part, the technique is is referred to as scraping. So in brief, the scammers will choose a target at random. So let's say. Uh, you know, it's a 23-year-old woman from Tipperary, top of my head, and they will decide to clone her voice, Richard. So to do that, they'll essentially troll the internet. We all have this, uh, especially social media, and they will look for samples of that girl's voice, and then they'll scrape them off the web. And the thing is, they don't actually need much of those samples, of those voice samples for this to work really well. They then feed the audio into AI software, AI voice cloning generators, with a view to making it appear as if that person is doing or saying something that they are, in fact, not saying or doing. Now, the catch with it so far, where the technology is so far, is they can't do it in real time. They basically have to program the software to say specific things. And then, in answer to your question, how they do that, is they, they, they tailor, they draft the script in such a way that they know they'll get the person into an awful panic, they're not paying attention, and they'll just push the button and do whatever it is that person is telling them to do. 
Whatever about radio uh, presenters being wide open for this one, lots of voice out there. Yeah. What what about the idea that banks might use voice recognition for online banking? Yeah, well, this is uh, voice ID for telephone banking is relatively common these days. I'm sure people will have heard of it. An extra layer of security offer provided by some banks. Now, it's billed as being as unique as your fingerprint, uh, which should make it watertight as a security feature. But there are some concerns that voice activated security features could be vulnerable, you know, could perhaps be compromised by AI voice cloning software. A a different investigation by a different organization last year did actually manage to crack into one of the banks. And it boils down to this, it's an arms race. You know, uh, each time banks and other financial institutions try to shore up security and in fairness to them, they do that night and day doggedly. But the scammers just try to get a step ahead. Well, when it comes to accuracy of of this cloning of voice, uh, listeners have heard you speak there now, Paul. Let's just go back to the clip of the conversation with your mum. And this isn't you. No, it's not. So what you just heard, mum, wasn't me. That was voice cloning. Hey, how's it going? All right, I was just doing the guns outside. I'm a bit distracted, sorry. And by there being an idiot and I all my stuff somewhere or it was nicked off the train. Can you stick a couple hundred quid in until I get home? Sorry, this is I, a bloody It's a rubbish line. Sorry, struggling to hear you. Sorry, I'll just say this. Okay, did somebody steal all your stuff? Phone must be on silent. Can I text you the bank details? Okay, listen, I'll, I'll ring Lyndon to put it through to you. Okay, sound. Thanks again. Well, you you were putting your mom out there. She could have turned around and said, no, son, if you made that mistake, you're on your own. <laughs> she didn't. How, how did yeah. she take it when you told her uh, it, it, it was an AI voice? Oh, she was she was she was she was wonderful. She she, in fairness to her, she's got a great sense of humour. She laughed, but all of us. So this was in the University College London. I've been working with AI experts to voice my clone uh, to clone my voice over a number of months, and you know they were refining it, refining it, refining it. There was an American twang at first, but then eventually we got it sorted. But no, thankfully my mum was a very good sport. Okay. But we all sat around after it, realizing, hang on a second, this worked and I, it works, and, and it's it, on the way to well, Ireland. It certainly it certainly did work. I suppose people have yeah. to really be on. On the guard. Paul Connolly, uh, thank you very much for joining us on the programme. Paul uh, of BBC File on 4 and also of the Broadcast Institute. Thank you.